0: Good morning, you're listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. I'm Lily Chai. I'm here with Choi Peng Yu, the group CEO of Pet World. Now, what and who is Pet World? They are the parent company of a few well-known pet food brands that you have probably seen on your retail shelves. They are Pro Balance, Pro Diet, Natural Club and Delicios. So Peng Yu is among the top nominees for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year 2022 Malaysia Awards. He's in the studio today to talk about his business journey. Welcome to the show, Choi.
1: Yeah, good morning, uh, Lily.
0: So, hmm, are people aware that you know pro diet pro balance all these brands are malaysian
1: wow well, i think uh, not that many people are aware about it you know so we always position ourselves like like important brand mm. and not only position by our qualities and the way we communicate so is always on a very international right. uh, positioning
0: Mm. So you are a qualified chartered accountant uh, with CPA Australia and the Malaysian Institute of Accountants. And you started Pet World back in 2006. So you are currently the group CEO of Pet World International. Accounting and pet food, mm, how do they correlate? (laughs) Are you a pet
1: owner yourself? Oh yeah, I am. I have uh, three dogs and uh, three cats as well, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, accountants actually accounting actually give me a uh, fundamentals of entrepreneurship. Uh. So moving into pet care is uh, something that which is coincident and also as a pet loving uh, person. So so that fit in nicely for mm. me. You know, with the accounting foundation that I have, uh, you can actually uh, build the, the company to a lot more bigger and uh, benefits the pet owners in Malaysia and also in the regions.
0: You said that it was a coincidence for you to create
1: Pet World. Yeah, y- yeah. Yeah.
0: What was the coincidence? Oh,
1: about? okay. It's about my history then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, I I graduated in 94. Then I came back as an auditor, a uh, auditor's, you know, practice auditing for seven and a half years. I left the uh, professions uh, back in 2002 after my dad asked me to come back to the family business. And uh, family is actually dealing with uh, gadgets as well as cameras. So, and uh, my siblings was there. Then I tell my dad that unless there's a new business that comes from board, otherwise uh, it would be difficult for me to excel, see. So, it so happened that there's one distribution company that gone bust then. So, we took it over and inherited a packet brands. And that's where I gone into it. And four years later, I think that... Uh, To have more agility, I should start my own brand Mm. and uh, for the benefit of pet owners. So we actually uh, build a brand with heart and uh, with qualities and uh, with a lot of feeding experience. Mm.
0: I think uh, with your passion, you you have pets, right? That kind of cultivate the passion to go into that industry. Mm. Right. And congratulations on being announced among the top nominees for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year 2022. Thank you. Why did you decide to participate?
1: Oh, wow. I have not thought of it at all. Uh, I mean, I, I built the companies uh, from a small few 300,000 turnover per month to today close to about 30 million turnovers. So uh, I, I never thought that I, I have gone that far until one day my colleagues uh, proposed to me that, hey, Choi, why don't you try it out? for this EY, which is a prestigious uh, mm. award, you see. So I think, yeah, why not we try? And uh, with the intention of uh, benchmarking myself with the leaders in the, in, in the nation, you see. So I, I didn't expect that I got uh, shortlisted uh, as a top nominee. Mm. Yeah, I was I was so grateful.
0: You yeah. just went in with the mentality that, you know, if you get it, then you get it. If you don't, then it's fine.
1: Uh, always like that. But then uh, I would like to benchmark myself, and see, how far am I? to the, to the elite mm. uh, entrepreneur in, in Malaysia. Right, right. So, yeah, I think I was excited that uh, finally I'm almost there with them, you know.
0: Right. Mm. Okay, then let's talk about your products, right? That's yep. what makes uh, Pet World so special. Mm. So, um, there are different grades when it comes to, you know, pet foods in the market. Some are on the higher end and some are at the lower end of the grade where would you position yourself, you know, pro-balance, pro-diet? Where are you in the market?
1: Okay, uh, in the market, there are three main categories, premium, standard, and uh, economies. Right. So we are always in the standard where it's a mass market. Huh? So where the biggest chunk of the market share is, and uh, yep, we're in the standard categories. Right. Mm.
0: Where do you source your ingredients from them? Because I did some research and I found that, you know, you use 50% of uh, upcycled meat because of your sustainability pledge that we will talk about later. So where do you source your ingredients from to ensure that they are of good quality as well as maintaining and achieving sustainability? Yep.
1: We are very stringent in terms of our material sourcing. Uh. Unfortunately, in Malaysia, not that many materials available. So... Uh, majority of our material are sourcing overseas from like uh, South Americas, Europe, uh, down south in Australia, and we have some in uh, West Asia. Yeah, so uh, we have a QAQC department that which is uh, they will evaluate all these suppliers in in, uh, in very stringent way to make sure that it's up to the you know mark for us to use in our productions. Uh. Mm-hmm. So along the way also we also require our supplier uh, to have a certain knowledge or su- certain requirement in terms of their sustainability practice uh, so that uh, we are brand with, with a lot of uh, green in mind
0: right so can you give us an example of you know what you look for the considerations and you know the list of requirements that you have
1: yeah for example that um, we may we may want to look at uh, our suppliers so do they have a ESG certifications uh, as much as we, we want so that so that every everybody's really actually put their effort into the uh, ESG for sustainability. Uh. Right.
0: Yep. My question, a very personal note, do you sure. feed your pets pro-diet or pro-balance?
1: Of course. <laughs> I, of I believe course. you have always yeah. done that. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, then who develops these products? Do you have, you know, an in-house animal nutritionist that come up with all these products?
1: Oh, yes. I have a very... Uh, matured uh, development teams and the QAQC teams so headed by uh, Dr. Vets and uh, we have Nutri-Tech with us uh, Nutri-Science with us you know so they're actually formalising it uh, with re- various formulations uh, strictly and uh, carefully picked in terms of our, of our raw materials then thereafter we go into uh, development stage mm. after development we will go into the. Panel testing. Uh, typically, we have a uh, thirty cats, thirty dogs, to test the uh, uh, the the new formulas in terms of palatabilities, in terms of their receptivity, in terms of their nutritional. Uh, you know, values after observing them for a strict two to three months.
0: Oh, okay. Right, so there are quite a large chunk of pet food in the market and it is only increasing year by year and the market has somewhat become more competitive and more saturated, right? How do you ensure that your brand still has that advantage in the market and your your customers will still come back to you anyway at the end of the day?
1: Well, I think that we just have to build the brand, produce a product with heart. And uh, only with heart, I think it's difficult to fail, you see. So we always uh, take a gap in the uh, product positioning. Uh. For example, that uh, uh, we are very sustainable. We use a lot of our uh, raw mat, uh, which is upcycles, you know, and uh, th- uh, typically we support the local farmers. For example, we use a duck meat from Kampa. Mm. It's a free-range duck to, to, to produce our new range of uh, pet foods mm. for dogs. And uh, we also use the salmon meal, the poultry meals uh, from pre-consumers, uh, uh, factories you know so having said that the the, the human factories they were produced and this is a remain before they go into consumers so we use that to upcycle with the latest uh enzyme uh, technology from Japan so, um, on top of that you know we are the only brand that we use uh, 100% uh uh, single meat sauce for our products. So this actually reduces the sensitivity for dogs. Mm. And uh, for our our wet careful food we use hundred percent real seafoods, you know, so we don't mix any flavor starch into it. So so that is a positioning that we have. Mm. Yeah.
0: Do you find it difficult in terms of the supply chain over the years, right? Because of the uh, Russian Ukraine war and then because of COVID as well. Since you source a lot of your ingredients from other countries, are there challenges when it comes to the supply chain?
1: Oh yes, yes. Uh, tell me about it. You know, <laughs> uh, we especially challenging during the two years pandemics. So that is why uh, during the pandemic we built our state of art pet food plants. We built it in a record ten months. You mm-hmm. know, completed in uh, uh, October twenty twenty one, and uh, commercialized uh, it in uh, December twenty twenty one. You know, in a record month. So uh, with that, we, we we ensure the the continuous supplies for the uh, for the pet owner in Malaysia uh, and the regions. Uh. so uh, we also uh, during the pandemics we also enlarged our our uh, network. You know, so we have actually uh, bought uh, more materials from many other sources. For example, mm. that we used to buy poultry meal from uh, and poultry fats from uh, Europe. Now that we are moving into. Australia so that we are alternative
0: Right Okay It's time for us to head into some messages but don't go anywhere I'm here with Choi Peng Yu, the group CEO of Pet World here on BFM 89.9 The Business Station Brewing frothy mocha BFM
1: 89.9 The Business Station
0: Welcome back. This is Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. I'm Lily Chai. I'm here in the studio with Chai Pingyu, the group CEO of Pet World. Uh, pet World is the parent company of pet food brands that you've probably seen everywhere. The Pro Balance uh, dog food, Pro Diet cat food, uh, Natural Clum and Delizios. Before the break, we were talking about, you know, a little bit on his background and where he sources his ingredients from. Are you in vets? Because... Usually, pet owners they perceive food that are in vets are usually better in, in their perception, right? Are you planning to head towards that direction to put, you know, put your uh, pet food on vets shelves?
1: Um, typically, we are not in that categories. Vet is normally uh, on the prescription diets, uh, so ours very mass and general. So uh, we ha- have no plan to go into a prescription currently mm. and um, the market is just too niche. Okay. It's not that we are not capable to do it. We, we we can do it. It's just that uh, we target the mass uh, pet food user rather than the specifics. So are
0: they are not on um, any of the categories that you mentioned, right? They are not premium. They are not standard. They are not not economical, but they are just on another category which is like the prescription type yeah. of food. Alright, so um, okay, I want to talk about, you know, your, your manufacturing plant that you mentioned before the break. Yeah. Uh, so, you built a 50 million manufacturing plant, which is now known and claimed to be one of the most modern plants in Southeast Asia with expertise in food safety, innovation, and creative R&D. Where is this manufacturing plant located? And you said that there, you build it to help with the supply chain, right? Yep. How does this help in any sense?
1: Uh, the plant is located in strategically located in uh, Shah Alam, the industrial zone, uh, Section Sixteen. Yeah, so um, the plant comes in nicely uh, amidst the pandemics uh, mm. to ensure the continuous supplies. You know, so we have more agilities It uh, since uh, it was built last year, and um, yeah, we, we build it with a very high standards, you know, so it's a Green Building Index certified civil stages, you know, we plant more fruit trees than anybody else in the, in the area, and um, we treated our air before we discharge, you know, so that, you know, typically feed meal, uh smell is a bit strong, so we treated it, we solar powered it, we have a 428 uh, kilowatts per hour, and um, we use uh, liquid gas. We don't right. use these cells and all this. So low-E glass. So they, all these are the high standards that we are putting in for the sustainability uh, of the brands, you see. Right. Yeah. Uh,
0: but you also have 13 OEMs nationwide, right? Yep. Are you planning to transition those OEMs into your manufacturing plant kind of standard?
1: Yeah, um, well, you know, God is fair, we we can't produce everything, right? So, therefore, uh, there are still some SKUs, some formulas that we need to produce elsewhere, and especially the countries that have uh, abundance of raw materials. You know, for example, we produce dog cans, the dog wet food from Australia, because they have plenty of byproducts from uh, uh, the offer from cows, from uh, lambs, and also from chickens. So... uh, Every, every factory that we contract manufacture, we ensure that they are actually upheld to the highest standard. They must have HICCP minimum to HACCP, uh certifications for food safety. Mm. So they actually have to upheld a certain. Uh, qualities that are required.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. Speaking of your SKUs, you have 73 SKUs and you have expanded to more than 10 countries in Asia with regional offices in Thailand and Indonesia. So this happened over, you know, 17 years under your management and your leadership, right? How were you able to expand at this rate?
1: Wow, I think I thought that pretty slow already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, Malaysia Unfortunately, we do not have uh, big markets. So, seventeen years ago, when I started it, I think that in order to to be a leader in the categories, you know, we must be at least in top three at least in Southeast Asia. So, we have uh, started embarking on the uh, regional expansions many many years back, you know. So, and uh, moving on, I think that we can go a bit more further. You mm. know, uh, thirteen. Thirteen factories and more than ten countries. I uh, just uh, just a start for us. Yeah. Right? Mm.
0: How are you doing in other countries? Uh, are you one of the leading brands in those locations? Uh, no,
1: not yet. We are still very infant in terms of exports. Uh, moving on for the next couple of years, regional expansion is our focus. Mm. We're still very infant there.
0: Okay. Mm. Right. So. Um, Are there any challenges in between all these expansions? It's just like looking for the right people to help with your expansion. Or is it, you know, localizing the products? Because, you know, different pets in different countries, they have different demands, right?
1: Well, absolutely. Uh, uh, Regional expansions, different cultures, different uh, GDP per capitals require different strategies, you see. So uh, we adopt our uh, various business Mm models from country to countries to adapt to their local cultures. But so far as the uh, formula is concerned for dogs and cats, you know, everywhere in mm. the world, dogs still taking the same uh, meals mm. and cats also taking the same products. So, you know. so therefore, in terms of formulation, we did not uh, change much, uh, except that there are certain countries that which is like uh, beef sensitive. You know, so we will just had to move the uh, f- the uh, formulas away from beef and things like that. Right. Yeah.
0: And your pet foods are all halal certified, right?
1: Uh, it's not halal. It's just Sega Suji. They call it the terms, and uh, it's actually uh, certified by uh, f- uh, foreign bodies, uh, not the Malaysian checking uh, because this is a pet categories. So. Yep, it's, it's certified, but by a uh, foreign bodies.
0: Mm. Yep. Is it possible to have Malaysian uh, halal certified pet food in in the market?
1: Well, currently, I think that the authority are still working on uh, the. The guidelines and, mm. and for certification, you know, uh, currently they do not have an official certification body for pet food yet.
0: Yeah, mm. so having that kind of a standard that is uh, Muslim safe to use, right? Do you think you have uh, an edge in the market?
1: Well, definitely, there. if we have a local authority approval in terms of uh, halal or Su- Sega Suji mm. certification, definitely put a uh, pet care. In Malaysia, in the world maps, mm. you know, we have a big uh, audience and consumers in the Middle East. Mm. Yeah, so uh, ho- I hope that the authorities can can move a bit faster to get uh, that certifications.
0: Yeah. Okay, right. And in, in our conversation, you mentioned a lot about sustainability, and yeah. I guess one of your pledges uh, is to reduce carbon emission uh, using upcycled meat. Actually, what does upcycled meat mean?
1: Mm. Okay, uh, one of my three pillars in the brand, you know, the okay. first two is actually uncomprom- we produce uncompromising pet nutrition. Second is about uh, f- uh, feeding experience, you know, unique feeding experience. So the third important pillar for us is actually the sustainability. Mm. We are very green. We are very sustainable from day one, you know. So we 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 set our targets in terms of uh, uh, carbon reducing exercise. Now, uh, one of our major mileage that we achieve is actually using up uh, upcycle meats. What is upcycle? Upcycle is actually making good use of whatever remains on a, a human's food factories. So we upcycling we, rather than we we are not recycling. Recycling is something already done accused. and recycled. Yeah. So that can be a bit more dirty. So upcycle is actually purely uh, human grades. You know we upcycling it. For example, that uh, we have uh, meat from uh, Malaysia because salmon fillet. Companies, so uh, it's a Norwegian company. So, so the the and then left the head, the tails, and some meat on the bones, right? Mm. So then, uh, coupled with uh, our our right to use uh, Japanese enzyme technologies in the regions, so we put it into put the enzyme together with the meats. After forty eight hours, the meat will be segregated from the bones. You know, so the bone we were we were crash it to calcium and use it for fertilizer. Mm. The meat is actually a human-grade meat and it's better than a human-grade meat because enzyme actually digested it to a very small molecule of uh, amino acids. So uh, that, when I use it in the pet food, it go into the gut of the dog or the cat. It's actually uh, more digestibility so, so that means they yeah, help the gut to do the work already mm. in time so therefore it's a very high grade of uh, meats that we use mm. Yeah.
0: and how do you measure your carbon emission uh, you said that you are controlling that right yep. to achieve sustainability how are you controlling your carbon emission
1: well there is a formula uh, in the carbon as in not in terms of uh, how much black smoke that we actually release on the plants it's more like uh uh, for example, that we use solar powers, you know, so indirectly that rather than we use electrical, uh, electrics, uh, the normal generation of electric, so that is actually uh, a part of carbon being mm. released from the, genera- the the generator plants, right? So therefore, uh, that actually uh, there's a formula to calculate by switching it to solar, how many uh, tons of carbon that we save every year. Yeah, know? it's not it's not like exact, exactly like carbon that we, we release actually. Mm. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, I do want to explore uh, something interesting, which is you using black soldier fly larvae as an alternative protein source for pet food. But it's time for us to head into some messages. I'm here with Chai Ping Yu, who is the group CEO of Pet World. He is also among the top nominees for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year 2022 Malaysia Awards. Stay tuned, BFM 89.9. Build Fairer Malaysia. BFM 89.9. The Business Station. Welcome back. You're listening to Open for Business here on BFM 89.9, the business station. I'm Lily Chai. I'm in the studio with Choi Ping Yu, the group CEO of Pet World. He's also among the top nominees for the EY Entrepreneur of the Year 2022 Awards. Now, before the break, we are talking about Pet World's expansion to more than 10 countries in Asia, 73 SKUs and his 50 million manufacturing plant, which is located in Sha'alam it also claims to be one of the most modern plants in Southeast Asia. Now, uh, one of your recent sustainability projects is to become, you know, the country's first sustainable dog food using black soldier fly larvae as an alternative protein source. Is is that part of your production line already?
1: Oh, yes. We we have uh, launched it. Uh, Not commercially, but we actually... Uh, partnering SPCA, we produce it. R&D. Par- uh, yeah. Well, we, we have done R&D, but we also pr- produce it for the stress already. Okay. So we are just supporting all the stress. Uh, uh, being a good CSR themselves. So uh, with the ESG of uh, sustainability of VSF, Black Soldier Fries, uh, that give them a uh, 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 head start, you know, for that. Yeah.
0: Mm. So are you planning to commercialize that product?
1: Mm. I think that uh this BSF proteins is uh, highly sustainable. They use uh veggie remains, right? And it's very common in the Western world, mm. like in Europe and in the US. In this part of the world, uh are still very infants. So I I that that is why that I, I launched it with the shelters and uh, on a CSR basis, mm. you know. So I hope that uh in the not short distance futures the Malaysian pet owner will be receptive to it. Mm. So uh, we have the formula so we can produce anytime commercially. Yeah.
0: You think that they can be receptive in the short future?
1: I think so, especially those that uh, are uh, born in the 90s or two thousand. Mm. they are more green-minded. So uh, uh, they just need to change a bit of mindset because uh, nowadays, uh, pets is actually part of their family. Mm. So, so some of them actually, what they eat, they also allow their the dog and cat to eat that. So, slowly, I think that uh, they will be able to accept these right. uh, Black Social fly proteins. Mm.
0: Okay. So, speaking of doing CSR, you also have uh, a non-profit foundation called Pet World Foundation, right? Yeah. So, what does it do?
1: Well, basically, uh, being a, a leading brands, you know, uh, apart from marketing, selling our products, you know, we actually uh, have a soft side of the marketing, you know. So in Pet World Foundation, we champion three things. So first is policy, advocacies. Uh, typically in Malaysia, uh, Pet are not, it's not regulated seriously, like in a sense, uh, they are not strict in terms of regulation. For example, the labour requirements, uh, source of ingredient that they use, you know. So uh, we actually constantly have a dialogue with the authorities in terms of how do we formalise it and uh, to make sure that there are welfare and also benefits of the uh, Consumer are secure. So our second pillars in our foundation is more on the RPO program. Right. So Responsible Pet Ownership Program. So you don't want to get the dogs or get the cats at home after a few years and they get older and not not that cute anymore, then you deserted them. So we, we jump in RPO program. So to teach them, uh, to educate them, to inform them how to take care of your pets properly. You know.
0: Are you working with... Uh organizations a pet organizations in Malaysia to do that?
1: Uh, we don't but we do have of course uh, we work with uh, shelters at SPCA mm. but we do have some uh, experts that we actually produce short videos to, as, as educational videos, you know. For example, the how you take care of dogs during festival season where there's a lot of firecrackers uh, mm. scaring them, you see. So how do you take care of them and things like that. We, we do have a lot of educational programs. La. For example, uh, years back, we have this pool away bags. That means you walk your dogs to the, to the tamans. So you make sure that you have a plastic bag with you to, to, to take the mm. pool away when they do their business, you see. So we give, that, uh, uh, we give the holders together with the bags of, uh, free during the period Mm. Mm. So our, our third period in doing it is actually food banks. You know, uh, that we're doing very successful. We're continuously doing it for the last 16 years. So we, shout, we, we food, as we say, stress. So we pay for their meals and all this. Mm.
0: Speaking of this, I want to go back to, you know, are you, do you have any plans to eliminate plastic packaging in the near future?
1: Well, uh, unfortunately, I would always like to do it. But uh, packaging is actually something that moves from factories to the end consumers mm. to make sure that it's not contaminated and to make sure that the shelf life uh, are there. Because uh, a thinner plastic, you will have an oxidization issue, freshness issue and all this, you know. So practically unavoidable to have plastics. But what we do is that over the years... We're actually uh, using some uh, recyclable plastics. Uh, We do that. We continue reducing it, the thickness and the usage uh, over the years. So I have an ESG team with me that as much as we can, if we can shorten it by 1 cm, we shorten it by 1 cm. That is an effort that we can do. But in the overseas, especially in the Western world, they already have this idea of a dispenser. So you carry your own bags or your own container. You collect your pet food from the retailers. And with that, they actually save some packaging mm-hmm. costs will reward back to the uh, consumer. This is a program that I hope that you will materialize. Okay. Yep.
0: Right. Uh, final question. Padwell is still privately owned. Yeah. Are there plans to tap into equity market? You know, list your company?
1: Well, uh, we we are very ambitious. You know, so mm. we are not, want, not only wanted to be the leaders in Malaysia, but we want to bring the brand to overseas as well in mm. the regions. So the only way to go on an aggressive way is to go all the way for M&A you know merger and acquisitions so uh, the only uh, reasonable way to go M&A is to get the the company public see. so it's, it's in our plans uh, hopefully it will happen soon
0: all right. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you so much for spending time with me, Choy. Thank you. I've been speaking to Choi Ping Yu, who is the group CEO of Pet World, talking about his business journey. If you miss any part of this show, you can go ahead on our website at bfm.my or the BFM app that is available on the Apple App Store and Google Play to download the full conversation. I'm Lily Chai and this has been Open for Business here on BFM 89.9.